0: hey everybody i'm marty
1: dodson and i'm clay mills welcome to songtown on songwriting hey marty and the last episode we filmed and we recorded for this lovely podcast sponsored by sweetwater i had the pleasure of hearing you say the words don't take the first exit off the interstate so i want to hold you to that and let's talk about that let's talk about how when we get a song idea, say we get a title to write a song called, let's take an old Eagle songs, it's going to be a heartache tonight. All right. And I'm not saying let's write that. I'm just saying when we get a song title, <laughs> just, you know, any song title we get, not writing it always the first way that we think to write it. You know, like that Tim McGraw yeah. song I talked about in the last episode, uh, Standing Room Only, you know not making it about a packed club where there was standing room only, you know, that song, mm-hmm. they didn't take the first interstate. They decided to take it to a place that I want to live the kind of life that when I go, when I die, there's going to be a lot of people showing up at my funeral because I touched a lot of lives, you know, and that gives me goosebumps, yeah. you know? Um, so I yeah. thought you being the lyric meister, That you probably, since you said the words, that you probably have a lot of ideas for helping people not take that first exit off the interstate. Putting you on the spot.
0: Yeah, we've actually actually got a whole course that I filmed on the Songtown website. So if you're a Songtown member, you can watch the What's Your Angle um, course on there. And it talks about this in depth, but I'll share some of the things here. Um, And what I mean by don't take the first exit off the interstate is don't just come up with a title and write it the most obvious way, because 80 percent of the people are going to be writing it that exact same way. If they they hear that same line in a movie or, you know, see that quote somewhere, they're going to write that song exactly the same way. And it really hit me one time. Clay and I were teaching a class and we gave everybody in the class the same title. I told them to go write a song with that Mm -hmm. title and probably 70 or 80% of the people wrote the exact same angle on that title. Another 10 or 15% there was a group that wrote it in a little different way. And then there was just a few people that wrote it in ways where Clay and I were going, wow, I never thought of that. That's really cool. You know, they, they use the title in a way that was really interesting and really different and really unique. So, that's what I'm talking about when I say don't take the first exit off the interstate. You're gonna run into a dead end right there where thousands of songwriters are writing that title the same way. So, if you go on down the interstate, and I'm gonna teach you some ways to do that, you can find often more interesting ways to use your title. And I like to think about it as challenging my title. So, I wanna take my title and I wanna twist it around look at it from every different angle, shine a light on it in different ways and see what I can come up with. And every now and then I think, no, you know, the original way I thought maybe is the best, but I'm better off for having explored all these things. Mm -hmm. And the place that I start typically is I ask myself, when would you say this in real life? So I'm asking myself, you know, when might you say it's going to be a heartache tonight? Well. You might say that if you think your girlfriend's coming over and it didn't sound good. Yeah. She sounded like something was wrong. You know, um, you, you might see a woman hitting on, you know, flirting with a bunch of different guys in a bar and think, Oh, it's going to be a heartache tonight for somebody. Yeah. You know, um, y- you might see a couple out and she's really seems into someone else. Like she's going to, she's fallen out of love with this guy. And then, With this one, you know, so if you start asking yourself, like, when might I say that in real life or when could someone say that in real life, you can often come up with really interesting angles on it. And the second question I ask is what real life emotions are behind this title or could be behind this title? You know, so behind that title, there could be humor. He could be kind of tongue in cheek saying it's going to be a heartache tonight. There could be, he could be talking about himself. There could be sadness and loss, uh, fear. You know, there's all kinds of different emotions depending on the angle that you take. So I'm, I'm trying to explore every different emotion that I could tie to that title in real life. One thing that I see a lot when I mentor is people get stuck on one emotion. They're, so they hear this title and they go, okay, this has to be about loneliness and they don't explore anything else. Right. You know, so they, they just go in for the loneliness. And even when I challenge them on, okay, how could you use that differently? Every single way they're using it is loneliness. And so I'll say, well, what about this emotion? What if you wrote that title with this emotion? And they go, Oh, okay. That opens up a whole different door, you know? So when would I say it in real life? What are the, all the different emotions I can think of tied to those things? And then I start asking myself, okay, what are what are the emotions that would be most universal that I could talk about in this thing? So, you know, if I'm going to use this title and I'm going to write about loneliness, how many people have felt that the way I'm thinking of writing it, or if I'm going to use it and talk about sadness. How many people have felt that? And I, and I kind of just challenge my title in that way. I I just try to think of every different way I might possibly use that in real life so that it sounds real and honest. You know, we talked about that in the last episode of, of making your, your song sound conversational and real and, and honest. That's what you want as well. So, you, you know, you don't want something that's feels contrived or it feels like, While they just tried to make up some way to use this, I have a song called um, "Concrete Trampoline," and (laughs) it's it's really different and unique. But I think it's so we it's such a weird thing that we had to kind of force it into being a song, you know. And it it doesn't sound like something you would say in real life. Yeah. So you know, just those three tips can go a long way to helping people find creative and fresh ways to to look at their song title and use their song title just where would I say it in real life what are the different emotions that are tied to it and which would be the most universal ways to write it and you know if you're just writing the song for yourself you might not have to worry about the universal appeal but most people are either going to play their songs for people or they're going to try to pitch their songs for other people to record so in those scenarios you need to think about what, you know, what's going to have universal appeal? What are the most people going to connect with? Because artists are, are looking at those things when they choose songs.
1: Yeah, Marty, we had a person that came to Club Songtown. That's a YouTube show I do once a month. And I bring in songwriters like you and, and other hit songwriters to give feedback on songs that are submitted to us. And one person played a song and they wrote in the comment box that they thought this song would be perfect for Lee Bryce, who's a, a country artist. And then there was, you know, about 10 other comments. Yeah, it sounds just like him, sounds just like him. Well, one of the guests on the show happened to be somebody who's had Lee Bryce cuts. And he made the this great point. He said, yeah, this sounds like a Lee Bryce type song, but knowing Lee Bryce... He would never cut this song because it took the first exit off the interstate. He didn't say those words, but what he said was the title was written in an obvious way. And if Lee Bryce was going to cut a song, he wants to see a title, but didn't have it written in a way he never thought of before. That's what interests someone, you know, that's what would pique his interest as an artist to cut that song. And so it's just crucial that you learn to be more interesting and less obvious. And I know a lot of people think when they hear the words, Oh, you got to write universal write for the masses. Um, Yeah. Universal does not mean generic. You know, that that's the distinction making it universal, but interesting and different at the same time. That's, that's what you're shooting for.
0: Yeah. And you know, I don't, pull this off every day but i love it when i find a title and i can find such a unique angle that i know people are going to hear it and go wow i didn't see that yeah yeah that's that's something i never would have thought of just like you and i like that in the class when we're teaching that and somebody comes up with something we never even thought of we were like you get a gold star for that (laughs) you know that that's that really took some work to get to that place and i think probably what the the pro writer you're talking about was meaning was this kind of sounds like anybody could have written. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have enough creativity to stand out from all the other songs that these artists get to hear, you know, and especially if we're pitching songs as an outside person, that's not in the camp of that artist, we got to have songs that really stand out and are really unique and, um, like we talked about in last week's episode that that have emotion that make people feel something or do something or you know get on their feet or they put their lighter in the air those kind of things yeah and that's going to happen if if you better if you have a, a unique angle on your title
1: exactly you know one of our writers at our publishing company Vibe City Kelly McKay she's good at bringing in titles with a you know title ideas that I've never thought of before and that that mm-hmm. will get her in rooms. You know, if a pro writer hears a song of yours that has a killer title that's written in a fresh way that they never thought of before, there's a good chance they're gonna get excited and wanna write with you. But if you play yeah. an idea that takes the first exit, there's not a chance in hell that writer's gonna write with you. There, there's no reason. And it's It's because great writers get excited by great ideas. And, and you, so you've got to, you've got, you know, a great song idea is not easy to come by. So it should be your goal and it should be something that you dig deep for, you know? And I think if you do that, you're going to see a lot more success. Not, not, you know, you said if you're writing for yourself, even if you're the artist, you still have to write songs that turn your fans on. You know, and yeah. writing something obvious is going to be less appealing to your fans, you know, unless it's a fart joke. And then, you know, yeah, you might have <laughs> have some fans that like that. But nine times out of 10, being a little more interesting is going to separate you from the other artists, the other writers and separate you from AI. You know, as we all know, I love to say AI is is its aim is to make the world generic. And we're, our goal as writers is to change the world with our vision. And speaking of vision, Marty, tell us about our sponsor, who has the vision to sponsor this wonderful podcast.
0: Whoa, I will. I want to say one more thing and then on our topic and, and then I'll do that. You know, one time there was Tom Shapiro was a writer that I aspired to write with. He had 50 top 10 hits. And I knew if I just went up to him and said, hey, I'd love to write with you sometime. He's probably going to say, well, I've kind of got my camp of people. But I heard him say one day that the hardest thing about being a pro writer was having a hit idea every day. And I thought, okay, let's try this out. So I I went and I found a bunch of titles and I went on ASCAP and BMI's websites and searched to see how common those titles were until I found one that nobody had ever written. There's no songs out of hundreds of thousands that, with this title. And so I went to Tom and I said, hey, I've got this idea. I'd love to write with you. And the idea was A Better Idea was my title. And, and he said, well, what's so special about that? And I said, well, the idea would be that God made a man. Then he had a better idea and made a woman. <laughs> and he went, oh, OK, I love that. you know." And because I had a unique angle on that title he wrote with me and and that led to a Carrie Underwood cut. We got that song cut on Diamond Rio album that you got us a gold record for with your hit Beautiful Mess. So it, it led to a really productive writing relationship because I had a unique angle on a title that was fresh and different. So don't ever underestimate the power of that, of, of really digging in on your titles, shining a light on them in a different way and, and coming up with something unique. And now to our sponsor, (laughs) Sweetwater. All my Sweetwater gear is over here out of sight. Clay, you can see Clay's right there. We love Sweetwater. The people there are amazing. The customer service is amazing. Um, I've never seen a company with better customer service. We'll see you next time. Cheers.